Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words, and this is the last, the final, the last episode of season two, and it is also the last episode where we will be talking about the chakra system for now. We will probably touch back on it, but right now we are talking about the crown chakra, which is the seventh chakra. And it is the chakra that really concentrates on our consciousness. So before we start to break down this uh, amazing chakra, let's go ahead. And um, I just want to thank you guys so much. So, 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 so much for being listeners and supporters to the podcast and also to the brand uh, Chakras and Cuss Words. And I'm so happy to be here for you and that um, I'm just happy to answer any questions or give you guys resources on learning more about yourself, learning more about your spiritual journey, learning more about modalities that you could use to really find what it is that you are trying to implement or um, use as a resource to help you with your growth process of whatever it may be. So on that note, let's talk about the seventh chakra. And this is the chakra of consciousness. This is the shukra, the chakra, (laughs) inside joke. This is basically your consciousness, your light, how you are aware, your awakening. And it is the crown right here on the center of your head, right there on the center of where a crown would sit. That is where the crown chakra is. And let's talk about um, a little bit more about why the crown chakra is so important. Now, many of us have our conscious state. We know our state. This is what I'm telling you. This is the world. The earth is round. Um, You go outside, you feel the wind, you feel nature, you see all these elements. This is reality. Most of us live in a 3D dimension where we are talked to about what we are experiencing, what we see, what people um, tell us is real and what isn't. The consciousness that we learn and that we experience is what we take in and we process it in our brain and we process it in our cells that basically tells us, this is real, this is all real. 
Then there's another process, which is our like subconsciousness, where nobody's not really telling us anything. We're subconsciously picking it up. We may not have experienced it, but somehow we know that this is a fact or this is a thought that we have inherited by our quote unquote reality or our experiences. So when we think of, because when we think of our crown chakra, we also have to pay note to our dimension. We are living in the third dimension. We are living in this 3D dimension of reality and um, what isn't um, like true and what is um, real. So we are living in this reality where stuff can be explained. It makes sense. This is real. I am real. My hair is real, you know, but when we are looking above or if we are living in the fifth dimension, which is a greater, 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 um, I guess you could say environment or atmosphere, we are now in a different dimension where, quote unquote, the universe is overlooking us. We are now in this higher dimension of the fifth dimension where we are possibly getting downloads from the universe or we see almost like a um, airplane vision if we are flying above our own journey, if we are flying above our own reality, we now see it from the bird's eye view. So that's kind of what the fifth dimension is. So our conscious state is basically um, our awakening and our understanding of what is real and how do we see ourselves. So for some of us, some of us are very tuned into the third dimension. We're constantly just living and doing this notion of living in this reality of the third dimension, where some of us are often seeing the bird's eye view of the fifth dimension. So a little uh, understanding on that real quick as we dive into more of our conscious state of the seventh chakra of the crown. So the principle of this is basically the awareness, the awareness of what we feel, the awareness of what we intake. So I, let's say somebody could tell me, hey, you have brown hair. Yes, I have brown hair. I have dark brown hair. But maybe somebody says, your hair is actually blue. Or cows are cows. They're not goats. We have been taught this reality. Some might say, your eyes are brown. And I look and I see my eyes are brown. That is the reality I live in. But one day, what if it changes? What if no longer I see my eyes as brown, but I see them as a light green? So I'm changing my consciousness. I'm changing my awareness. Or I can say something like, to understand more of the knowledge behind your conscious state. Or I can say a feeling that I may have. have. When I am around this person, I get nervous. 
but maybe I change my confidence and I say, when I'm around this person, I become confident. So it depends on our subconsciousness and our consciousness when we are understanding this, when we are understanding the crown, the crown of how we interpret life, how we interpret reality and how we interpret each other. So another thing about the crown is chakra is it starts with early adulthood and it starts kind of right after, you know, you kind of on your own, you're looking at life for all it has, what it means, and it carries on. It carries on and it's nothing that is ever going to fully be balanced because it's the top chakra. It's basically what we take of it, what we, um, what we take, we will always have questions of what is reality. What is it? Are we just beings in this capsule of human flesh? And then after we leave, we have another journey or do we all go to heaven or do we all go as a butterfly or is there nothing? Does it all go dark? None of us know. And that's the beauty is none of us really know what it is. It's left for us to think. And when we think of the crown and we think about body and we think about what does the crown chakra really intake, I guess you could say, um, really takes in, what does it really take in? If we're seeing our crown, how do you see your brain? Your brain is a sense of neurons. Your brain is a sense of nerves. Your brain is telling your heart to beat. Your brain is telling your mouth to speak. Your brain is telling you how to get up and breathe. So the crown controls the body. So for like people who suffer from a brain injury, they can't live because the crown is not directing the body to breathe. So when we think of our conscious state, as well as the crown chakra, think of your brain. What is your brain telling you? Um, Also with the crown um, chakra, there can be some, um, just like every other chakra, there can be some excessive traits. There can be some deficient traits. There can be some areas where it's kind of hard to um, establish what is true and what is not. And that's really because the crown has this enlightenment and this understanding of wanting to know more. Um, Most people have to constantly feed their crown. So uh, that's a little bit about the crown chakra. And you know, when I was thinking about this, I was having a hard time thinking because I like to give you guys examples of how these chakras kind of take place and, you know, how do we work with them and um, when do they come about or when do we use them or come about. So I'm actually going to use this experience, which it does touch on, um, a little bit about sound and pronunciation about how you pronounce words. Um, so for me, (laughs) I know all my examples have to do with me, but for me, um, 
I sometimes have a really hard time pronouncing words. It is sometimes very difficult for me, extremely difficult for me to pronounce certain words. Um, It might be a combination of my learning disability, maybe some blocks, maybe just because there was different styles of English in the home. There was different styles of Spanish in the home. There was different styles of Ebonics in the community that I lived in. So there, I have a very hard time pronouncing certain words. I can't, I don't even think I can say pronunciation. Oh, pronunciation. I said, okay. (laughs) So one day somebody messaged me and said, I want you to know that you are saying chakras wrong. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I've worked with many uh, people who say chakras the way I say it. And yes, I do see some people pronounce it different. And it is a Indian um, word from India. And my pronunciation is probably wrong because that's not the dialect that I naturally speak. And I said, well, I will try to pronounce it correctly. So I think you pronounce it as shukras, chakras, shukras, chukras, shukras. I don't know. Shukras, chakras, shukras. For me, it's easier to say chakras. Does it really matter? Am I insulting many Indian people? I don't think so. I hope not because I asked my friends who are Indian and half of them said, eh, you're fine. I think they say it like shukras, but these are also people who live in America. So I haven't traveled to India to get totally, you know, my pronunciation, right. But I'm trying to say it as best I can in pronouncing the word. My conscious state is telling me Now, after I was told I'm pronouncing it wrong, that I'm pronouncing it wrong. But my subconscious state is telling me, pronounce it the way that you feel comfortable. And for that, it's chakras and cuss words. So to carry on, when you see an imbalanced crown chakra, some of the states that you might see or some of the qualities will differ between person. For an excessive crown chakra, you might see that they are almost like too spiritually attuned. They are too spiritually enlightened. They're almost like in a sense of worship like maybe hyper super religious or hyper super I guess you could say one with the universe or hyper super in tuned. Um, They're almost like extremely intelligent and to the point where they're so intelligent, other people don't even want to have conversations with them. They're just like, oh my goodness, this person's so smart. I don't think I can keep up. And they're also that person who can't understand somebody else's perspective or can't understand what somebody else might be going through in the sense of their logic or their knowledge base. Their way is kind of 
the right way because they are so intellectual. They might also be very disassociated with their body, might be very disassociated with their sense of self. Everything is a higher purpose. Everything is a higher level. Everything is something that is more extreme. So this might be somebody who I'm going to say maybe like a professor, somebody who is very intellectually smart. Um, Their crown chakra is extremely excessive. Uh, They have a hard time holding down relationships. They have a hard time talking about anything besides their knowledge and their studies. They have a hard time managing a home life. Everything is based on their intellectual factor of how smart they are, how right they are, and how intelligent they are. Their reality is their reality. You can't disagree and you cannot um, question it. Also, somebody who might have an excessive crown chakra would be possibly um, somebody from work who is always right, who's always coming up with the plans, who's always coming up and doesn't want to hear anybody else's suggestions. Somebody almost has this like this, 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 this almost sense of where it's like the solar plex is kind of in tuned too, but it's almost like this, I'm right, you're wrong, prove it. Ugh. I know we've all dealt with people like that. And it's like, okay, do I really have to prove it? Do I really have to prove it? They don't value others' um, knowledge. They don't b- value others' experiences. It's automatic. I'm right. You're wrong. And sometimes some of us might have an excessive crown chakra. It might happen. And we have to tone that baby down. Take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to the root. Let's take it back to the heart chakras. Let's take some of that energy back. Stop letting that water cup overflow. Bring it on back. Um, And when I say that they are not tuned into the other world. They're not tuned into what other people think. It's really because of the excessive crown chakra of always being right. Uh, They might be super, super hyper religious where it's like a stalker base or a worship base where other religions, other thought processes, other, um, people's modalities of spirituality or people's modalities of um, life is not correct. If it's not their base religion, it's not right. So super like this high mighty type leadership on that area. So when we think of somebody who has a, mm, of a deficient crown chakra. It's a little similar, but not, um, not too similar. So this is somebody who is very, um, possibly materialistic. This is somebody who has to get reassurance from objects, from, uh, buying stuff, 
from going places. A lot of material uh, items are being established because they don't have their sense of self. They don't have their sense of going out into the universe and taking in those divine downloads, as some would say, or taking in the magic that is given to them already. This is somebody who maybe possibly is just on this purpose of trying to find more, but they don't know what the more is. This is also somebody who is probably not in any type of um, practice um, mentally where they are becoming awoke or they see a higher power. This is somebody who possibly doesn't believe in a higher power. They believe everything is just to the notion of very um, reality-based, very 3D-based, very reality-based. This is the world. I'm here to live. I'm here to die. End of story. (laughs) Ooh, they sound fun. (laughs) They might have a hard time learning. And when you think of a hard time learning, um, as somebody who comes from having learning disabilities, I would say I can definitely see how that really affects your conscious state, the element of the crown chakra, because you're trying to take in information, but you just can't comprehend it. For me, it was also learning how to teach myself. Um, That was a lot of practice I had to do with having a learning disability. And of course, I had resources and family who have helped me with this process. Um, Also, they probably have um, a lot of self-indulgence. It could be through food. It could be through uh, sex. It could be through um, material items. They are, like I said, they're looking for the more they're looking for something, something that isn't there because their crown chakra is deficient. So instead of taking in the higher power or tapping into the fifth dimension, they are stuck where they are yearning for more in their third dimension. Um, Also, what we would see would probably be somebody, let me give you an example. (laughs) I think this time I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about maybe a woman. This is a woman who she is, you know, living her day-to-day life and her day-to-day life is kind of, um, you know, very routine. She's a mom. She's at home. She's got her kids. Um, maybe she works. Maybe she doesn't. I'm not sure. I'm thinking she probably she probably works, but she's yearning for more. But she's not really sure what it is. Um, instead of you know finding more of her conscious state of finding more of what brings her happiness, how she could create her own happiness. She seeks out and using material items. She begins shopping, maybe develops a little shopping addiction, maybe starts to uh, indulge in some extra um, (laughs) marital affairs. Um, She's just seeking, she's seeking some kind of validation for something more. She's not sure what it is, 
but she knows she's not content. She knows she's not happy. She knows she is um, basically struggling with her conscious state. Maybe she's struggling because she didn't um, fully tap into all of what her now life has for her and she's seeking for something more um possibly you know overeating this could be somebody who's overeating who's always getting that uh, sense of self the root chakras really has a strong foundation where they can't move and then they're uh deficient in their crown chakra so this is somebody who is searching for more. They don't know what the more is. So they're using extra activities, um, self-indulgence to find that satisfaction, to satisfy that quench of looking for something. Now, when we talk about a balanced crowned chakra, what does that look like? What does a balanced crowned chakra look like? So this is somebody who is um, in touch with their spiritual self. They're in touch with their fifth dimension. They're in touch with their uh, religious practices. They have this balance where they can take in their practices. They could take in their rituals. They don't deem others as uh, wrong or right or right or wrong. They see other people's uh, life experiences. They see other people's life struggles. They see other people's life uh, awarenesses. They see their own awareness. They know what works for them, works for them. What works for somebody else works for somebody else. Uh, they aren't very, very um, over intelligent in the fact where they are basically on this righteousness of I'm right, you're wrong, or they aren't very rigorous to accepting other belief systems. They aren't stuck in their beliefs like somebody with a deficient crown chakra or somebody who can't even accept other notions. They have a open mind personality. They have that, that openness about them where they can take in other people's cultures. They can take other people's um, thought processes and other people's practices and say, hey, that seems interesting. Maybe I might want to learn more about that. Maybe I would like to um, go to a different type of church. Maybe I can um, see more experiences, not necessarily stuck in that one notion. They seek knowledge in a sense of seeking knowledge where it's not to gain this righteousness, it's not to gain this leadership, it's to gain more knowledge for their own conscious level. They also are intelligent. They um, seek education. They seek more. They want to keep the brain moving. They want to keep the software updated. They want to keep the neurons ticking or light beaming or sending that energy throughout the crown. They want to keep their crown lit. 
They don't dim on just being in the day-to-day life. They have a search of more, but not to the level where it's enabling their reality. It's not enabling their third dimension. Um, They are living in the present state. They are living in their reality state. They are living in their um, third dimension and also accepting the fifth. They are moving around, they are creating, they are loving, they are learning. So this is somebody with a balanced crown chakra. They have a connection with a higher self, not necessarily the higher self has to be God, not necessarily the higher self has to be the universe, but they are connected with something more. They believe there's something more than what this life has. There's something more than what this reality has. If it's creating a legacy, if it's creating a journey, if it's creating a life that fully when their grandchildren are talking about them after they passed, they are acknowledged and they feel that they lived a life worth living. They are believing in a higher self. If it's reincarnation, if whatever it is, they are believing in a purpose, a purpose of why they are here and why they continue to move about in this world. Um, so when we think about tapping into our crown chakra, balancing our crown chakra and basically um, learning more about it and learning more about of our conscious state. Let's talk about some of the ways we can do this. Number one, off the bat meditation. And I have heard plenty of plenty, plenty of times people say I'm not good at meditating, honey, I'm not good at meditating either. Okay. What it is about is setting that time for yourself where you are undisturbed, where you can let your brain and your conscious state accept your presence. There's different types of meditation you can use. Some of my favorite are guided meditations to listen to somebody else's voice, to listen to somebody else's words. Also, you could do music meditation. You could do silent medica- meditation when you are outside um, in your in your backyard or your front yard, or go on a park, go to a park, take time to listen to the sounds of the universe, to listen to the sounds of nature. Another one that um, is really good for tapping into your um, crown chakra would be mantras, certain mantras. If you are chanting, if you are um, saying affirmations, you can also do tapping, NFT. You can do a lot of things that brings that self-awareness, that awareness of who I am. I feel this. I feel this. I'm tapping on my shoulders and this is real. I feel this. So learning to adapt to your conscious state. How do you um, use not only your conscious state, but like your subconscious state, trying to wake up first thing in the morning, maybe don't check your cell phone. That's a big one. (laughs) And I will say I am victim of that too. I do sometimes check my cell phone first thing when I wake up, but I, what I have learned is the more I do not check my cell phone first thing in the morning And the more that I just wake up, 
get my day rolling. Don't check my phone. Don't get on social media. My day is more productive unless for whatever reason I have to be on social media because I'm doing something that has to do with my productivity. But for the most part, if I get up and start my morning routine of drinking coffee, going to the gym and coming home, taking some time of silence outside in my backyard, listening to the universe, listening to my animals, then I have a more productive day. So something like that is giving yourself an arrest um, within the first hour is a huge one for your consciousness. So when we are thinking about the crown chakra, it really is our consciousness, what we make of it. What do we do to creep, keep this chakra in the area where it stays enlightened? We can do journaling. We can do meditation. We can do knowledge-based seeking, like um, finding a podcast or finding uh, classes that keep us thinking and keeps us moving. So keeping our crown chakra enlightened and keeping it fresh and keeping it going and really take in other people's lessons, other people's journeys. I know sometimes it may be hard to take in other people's opinions, especially if you don't agree with them, but to know that not everybody has had the same life as us. Not everybody has had the same life challenges as you. Not everybody has seen life in a certain dimension as you is always beneficial. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own areas that they need to work on or their own areas of beliefs. We can't control others' beliefs. All we can do is control our own. So when I say something like, my goals is to have confidence in the decisions that I make. So that would be my crown chakra. My consciousness is very um, well in tuned where I am conscious and I am confident in the decisions that I make in my life. So, um, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good notion when you're thinking of the crown of the beautiful crown. And I want to thank everybody for tuning into chakras and cuss words podcast. Even if I am not pronouncing it right. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to wrap up the chakra series with you and to um, be here for you guys. We are entering season three. Yes, yes, yes. Season three is all going to be all about manifestation and mindset, tapping into our ground chakras, tapping into everything about it. Um, first podcast is going to be super exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be a solo podcast. I have some amazing guests on stage, uh, on stage, on the show, on the show. I got to remember I'm not on clubhouse. Um, <laughs> I am on the podcast. So 
Thank you, everybody, and have an amazing day and see you again.